Welcome back, everyone, to the Dear Taiwan podcast. This weekend is actually a holiday weekend in Taiwan, so I thought it might be nice to take a quick look at 1010 National Day, this time on the Dear Taiwan podcast. So most countries across the world have some kind of national day, whether or not it's the 4th of July in the U.S., Bastille Day in France, or other national days across many different countries. 1010 in Taiwan is a little bit different, I would say. First of all, because the celebration is a bit more muted, and second of all, because it comes just after, arguably, the most fun holiday in Taiwan. 1010 usually lands about one or two weeks after mid-autumn festival, which has a lot more festivities. So if you're in Taiwan around October 10th, you will see some patriotic symbols on display, whether they are flags across bridges, a military flyover on the morning of 1010, or just a speech from the president very, very early in the morning. In the past, there were also military parades, but these have largely been discontinued by now. And there's also a fireworks display at about one specific city in the country on rotation every year that a lot of people might watch on TV. But you won't see the same kind of celebration across the country that you will find in the U.S., France, other kind of uh, countries like that. I know, for example, Australia Day and Canada Day are kind of uh, catch-all national days with big festivals, celebrations, fairs. But again, in Taiwan, it might seem like 1010 is just an extra weekend day that you get off. A lot of Taiwanese actually travel on 1010, doing some domestic trips. But to find out why 1010 really doesn't have as much pomp, circumstance, and fanfare, you kind of have to look at the history of what it actually represents. So October 10th, 1911, Sun Yat-sen in China finally, successfully, was able to begin an overthrow of the Qing dynasty. Sun Yat-sen was kind of a revolutionary, academic, visionary, and doctor or pharmacist, I kind of forget, um, that spent most of his time outside of China, though he was from Guangzhou, China. He dreamed of overthrowing the kind of antiquated and inefficient Qing dynasty and actually starting up a modern republic. And on his ninth try, I think it was his ninth official try, he successfully staged the Wuchang Uprising on October 10th, Wuchang now being Wuhan, the modern city it is today. And the uprising overthrew the uh, local Qing government rulers and was successful in starting a domino effect across different cities. Lo and behold, the Qing dynasty's grip on power started to fall, and Sun Yat-sen would soon set up what was to be known as the Republic of China. The timeline is as follows. October 10th, 1911, the Wuchang Uprising, as part of the Xinhai Revolution, happens in Wuhan, China, and then uprisings across different parts of China uh, come day by day thereafter. On December 25th, a constitution is written by the Republic of China government to go into effect on January 1st. Uh, Sun Yat-sen is leader of the Kuomintang Nationalist Party and is elected president and is only president of the Republic of China for a few months until Yuan Shikai gets enough support 
from people in the party to stage a little bit of a uh, shift of power in what was some sort of parliament at the time, leaving Sun Yat-sen as the chair of the party, but not the president of the Republic of China. This then begins kind of like a bit of an unstable period in which presidents of the Republic of China kind of cycle in and out. And only then, when Chiang Kai-shek comes to power in the late 30s, does the government kind of become stable. Why am I telling you all this, and how does this, how does this apply to Taiwan? Well, it's because Taiwan's government is officially the Republic of China government. And the constitution is that of the Republic of China. So you might think this is a bit detached from Taiwan, and you're right, it kind of is. Sun Yat-sen only actually made about three stops in Taiwan in his whole life, one of which he didn't even leave the boat. So to modern Taiwanese today, in 2021, the triumph of National Day, the overthrowing of the Qing dynasty government, and the establishment of a republican government kind of seems distant, far, and a bit removed. It doesn't really represent Taiwan, because it represents the Republic of China's founding, just happens to be the government that governs Taiwan, which had originally been designed to govern all of China. And I'm glossing over large swaths of history here, but that's kind of why there's not so much excitement in the air on the national day. It really represents the founding of the constitution, not the founding of the modern country that is Taiwan, because that history is convoluted, complex, and has a lot of separate influences. So again, you'll see tons of flags flying on bridges. There's a military flyover in the morning of 1010. There are speeches by the president, who is still officially the president of the Republic of China. However, in all practical terms, the president of the modern, free, democratic country of Taiwan, and only the president of the Republic of China in name. Again, it's kind of really hard to really explain the way things are implemented practically versus the way things are written formally. The speech will usually be translated in English and be published in English language news sources a few days later. And after this, people will go on about their day, having still quite full bellies from the barbecues of two weeks before on mid-autumn festival. Nevertheless, the history of 1010 is still quite interesting and it's still an important day because, well, there's some members of the older generation who grew up and fought for the Republic of China government, and this day might be a bit more special to them. So 1010 carries on just as one extra day off in October, and is the actual last holiday of the year, kind of. Um, so get back to work all the way until January 1st. Thank you for listening to this very brief episode of the Dear Taiwan podcast. We will return next week with an episode, a full episode, about Tainan. See you then! And if you live in Taipei, you will definitely hear them practicing the military jets flyovers in the days prior. It sounds like there's a rocket about to hit your house.